Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm your host, Gary Crenshaw, and today I'm putting out my first Better Than New bonus segment. These are going to be brief five to eight minute mini episodes on a subject that's too short to be a full episode, but still something important related to buying a used car or keeping the one you have on the road. And the subject of today's bonus segment is an OBD2 scan tool. Or more specifically, my pitch to you that you should at least have an inexpensive one so you can quickly check trouble codes and stay on top of your car or truck's operating condition. Now, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, you might be thinking, what is OBD2? Well, OBD2, or Onboard Diagnostic 2, is a diagnostic system built into every passenger vehicle sold in the U.S. since model year 1996, which allows a mechanic, or you in this case, to interface with sensors in your vehicle that monitor the working condition of the components in the powertrain, chassis, and body of the vehicle. And an OBD2 scanner is the palm-sized electronic device used to read those powertrain, chassis, and body trouble codes. Now, it works by plugging into the DLC, or Diagnostic Link Connector, which is a universal 16-pin connector found under the dash on the driver's side of the vehicle. So what can an OBD2 scanner do for you? Well, when a check engine light or another warning light comes on on your dash... You can use the scanner to check for trouble codes to get an idea of what's wrong with your vehicle. Codes will start with either a P, a C, a B, or a U, followed by a series of numbers. Codes that start with a P are for powertrain. It's things like uh, your engine, transmission, ignition, emissions, and fuel systems. Most of the codes you're going to see will be a P code. Other codes that start with a B are for body components. That's going to be things like an airbag or maybe a seatbelt. Codes with a C are for chassis components. That's things like anti-lock brakes, maybe brake fluid level, that sort of thing. And a U code is for undefined, which is anything that doesn't fit into the other three categories. And the letters P, C, B, or U will be followed by a series of numbers, and those numbers indicate the specific issue that's wrong with your car. Now, sometimes a check engine light indicates a major issue, and other times, a code indicates a problem that needs to be fixed, but doesn't require immediate attention. And once you know the trouble code or codes from your car, you can just search online to find out what that code corresponds to, so you can determine if you can fix it yourself or not. Now, if it's something you're going to fix yourself, go ahead and make the repair, then use the scanner again to erase the trouble code before going for a drive. If the code comes back, that's an indication there may be something else wrong. Now let me give you an example of how an OBD2 scanner works and how it can save you time and money. So we used to have a 2009 Toyota Highlander. And about six months ago, there was a code that popped up. I got out the scanner. I plugged it in. The code was AP0151. I went ahead and checked that code online, and it turns out it was for an oxygen sensor. Basically, it was for Bank 2 Sensor 1. Well, Bank 2 Sensor 1 was the oxygen sensor that's before the catalytic converter on the front side of the engine. So I got lucky. It was easy to get to. I checked to make sure that the wiring for that O2 sensor was connected properly and pretty much assumed that I probably just had a bad sensor. The car had 150,000 miles on it, so it was probably time for an O2 sensor. I went ahead and ordered one from Amazon. It was the exact Denso O2 sensor that you could get from Toyota. I would have paid twice as much, almost, from Toyota. So I just went ahead and ordered it online. 
I installed it myself. Then I went in with my scanner and I erased the code. You want to erase the code before you go test drive the car because the code will still be there if you don't erase it. So I used the scanner for that. Then I went for a test drive, but the check engine light came back on. Okay. I thought, well, maybe it wasn't the O2 sensor. Uh Uh-oh, that's a problem. So I went ahead and I checked it again. I got a new code that basically indicated that I'd left a vacuum hose off. So I went in and checked, and sure enough, there was a hose that I didn't reattach when I put the new O2 sensor in. So I reattached that, cleared the codes again, went for a test drive, and everything was fine. The code never came back. So that repair would have cost me probably $350 if I'd gone to the Toyota dealer to have them put on a new O2 sensor and for their shop time, not to mention tax, maybe even closer to 400 Instead, it cost me less than $100 to buy the part. And again, I bought an expensive O2 sensor. It wasn't one of the cheap ones. I could have picked one up for like $25 or $30. But I went with the expensive Denso sensor. It was just under 100 And that was it. Problem solved. And I did it all because I had my own scanner. It makes a big, big difference. Now let me give you another example. And this is something that happened just two weeks ago, and it's the inspiration for doing this short segment and reminding you that having a scanner is a good thing. So I'm out driving our Audi wagon, which has a 4.2 liter V8 engine. It's a 2008, so 15 years old. The car's in great condition. It's got like 90,000 miles on it. I went to the store to pick up some groceries, and then I was going to stop at a coffee shop and pick up a coffee for my wife. And I go back to the car, and I start it, and I can tell that it's not running properly. You can kind of feel the whole engine sort of vibrating. And I'm thinking, okay, it's either a spark plug or, uh, you know, worst case scenario, maybe it's broken an engine mount or something. But I was still able to drive it, so I drove it home. I took the groceries in, came back out to the garage, and I went over to the drawer and pulled out my handy, cheap scanner. It's a little Ansel AD310 scanner. I've had it for years. I plugged in the scanner. I turn the ignition back on without starting the car. The scanner comes on and a code pops up P0303, which is basically cylinder three misfire detected. Okay. I went inside and looked that up. I was pretty sure it's either a spark plug or a coil. Sure enough, that's the typical thing for that. So I contacted the local auto parts store. They had the spark plugs in stock, but they didn't have a coil for the car. So I quickly ordered one online from them, and it was available the next morning. So I picked it up the next morning at like 8 o'clock, and by 9 o'clock, I was back on the road. Now, it took a little bit of time to install it because the V8 engine in this car is kind of crammed into the engine compartment. So you have to remove things like intake system and some other parts just to get to the spark plug. So that took a little bit of time, and I took my time doing it. I was kind of cleaning some things up. So the whole procedure, you know, to put the spark plug in and then kind of button everything back up, was probably about 45 minutes. I went ahead and cleared the code, went for a drive. Everything was fine. Car worked great. So I saved myself. Again, that was probably something that would cost me about $300, maybe more. I think I spent $30 between the coil and the spark plug. So relatively cheap when you look at it. That scanner has saved me so much money over time. And those are just two examples. Here's the other thing, too. Having the scanner is going to save you time. Now, it's going to save you time because you can get to that job right away if it's something you could do yourself. So just for kicks, I'd call the local repair shop to get an estimate to see how soon they could get me in to replace that spark plug. And it was going to be 10 days to two weeks. They were really backed up in their scheduling. And I thought, 
I am not going to wait two weeks to fix this problem. I'm just going to fix it myself. I was going to fix it myself anyway, but you know, I saved myself the time. I saved myself a ton of money. And it's all because I had this scanner, which was really simple to use. Now, if you don't have a scanner, I recommend just getting a cheap one to start with. The one that I have is, I think I paid $40 for it from the local auto parts store. It's an Ansel AD310. And I'm not necessarily saying you have to get that one, but I've had it for a while. I've dropped it many times. It works just fine. Uh, it seems to work on a lot of different cars. It worked on our Honda Pilot. It worked on our Toyota Highlander. It worked on the Audi. It's worked on a lot of stuff. So, you know, that one works. I think there's a lot of other ones that are cheap. There's many on Amazon that are under $25. I did check on the Ansel AD310 on Amazon. I think it's like $22.50. For uh, Amazon Prime, if you have Prime, I do. So, and then, you know, shipping's free. So it's really inexpensive. And again, if you go to the auto parts store, you're going to pay more like $40 for their cheap scanners. Now, some German cars require a more sophisticated scanner, but the cheap one seems to read codes on my Audi just fine. And it might just work fine on your German car as well. Now, there are more expensive scanners that are hundreds of dollars, even you know, like over $1,000, and they can do a lot more than just read codes and erase codes. But do you really need one? Eh, I'd say just start with a basic scanner, and that way if the light comes on, check engine light or some other warning light, you can just plug it in, check to see what it is. If you can fix it yourself, great. Sometimes the fix is as simple as just reconnecting a hose that's come loose. And sometimes it's more complicated and you do have to take it to a shop. But this will give you an idea of the problem and what needs to be done to fix it. And it's going to be much more helpful when you call a shop and say, I need an O2 sensor for Bank 1 Sensor 2 on my Toyota. Can you help me? And they'll be able to go, oh, yeah, okay, that's going to be X number of dollars. We can get you in on this date. And like I said, if you don't have an OBD2 scanner, just get a cheap one to start with, and you'll be able to use it to determine what's wrong with your car, truck, or SUV next time a check engine light or other warning light pops up on your dash. And with that, thanks for listening to this bonus segment. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow this podcast. And be sure to check out some of my other full episodes of various car reviews to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. And until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw, this is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.